Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Today, in addition, can you guys hear that siren? Of course, the second I hit go, there's a siren. Um, (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things to talk about because it's so important and so misunderstood. And that, of course, is motivation. Three keys to not letting lack of motivation get in your way. Because, newsflash, we're not always going to be motivated. In fact, depending on the area of our life we're talking about, we probably won't be motivated more than we will be motivated. And to be consistent, we have to know how to keep going when we're not motivated. We have to come to the realization that we're not going to be motivated a lot of the time And find the ways to stay in action and remain consistent even when we're not motivated. So three keys to not letting lack of motivation get in your way. And as I said last Monday, remember that these keys, these ideas, anything I ever talk about in the podcast has absolutely no value unless you put it into action. So as you're listening, I want you listening with the intent to take something that you hear and put it into practice today in a small way. Nothing big. You don't have to have a totally clear day to be able to do that. You can incorporate it in a small way as you go about your full day. And then be asking yourself, well, what, what am I going to do to remind myself to incorporate something tomorrow? That's why I like the Changemakers Journal. It helps me do that. Whatever your process is, you have to make sure that you're not just listening and absorbing it. Then you just have a full head. It doesn't help you change your life. What am I going to do to put this into action today? In what small way? And then have a process. Whatever your process is, doesn't have to be my process of the Changemakers Journal, to prompt you to consider and identify what you're going to do to put it into action tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Okay, so the first key to not letting lack of motivation get in your way is practice doing it unmotivated. Practice doing it unmotivated. You're going to have a lot of opportunities for this one. And instead of being bummed that you're not motivated to go to the gym, or for me, I'm not motivated to sit and write, be grateful because I needed this opportunity. I'm looking to practice doing it anyway when I'm unmotivated. So thank goodness I'm not feeling motivated. I need this. Have that be the thing that you count, that you pay attention to. How many times did I do something when I wasn't motivated to do it? How many times can I get to the gym when I don't want to go? How many times can I sit down to write when I don't want to? 
That's what I want to get better at. That's what I want you to get better at. Creating change, any kind of change in any area of your life is all about responding in a new or different way than you have before. And this is an easy one. This is one that you will have tons of opportunities to practice and it's not, not all or nothing. So using the gym example, you said you were going to go to the gym and you're not motivated. The only practice there isn't just, well, I'm going to go to the gym unmotivated. Maybe you do something at home. Maybe you go for a walk with your family or you Google an at-home workout and you do that. It doesn't have to be in all or nothing. It's not a zero-sum kind of game, okay? It's just about doing something related to that thing when you don't feel like it. A silly example that I practice is the dishes. I'm not motivated to clean the kitchen. Perfect. That's exactly what I need. This helps me become somebody who is resilient and who is not impacted by motivation. That's what I want for myself. I want to be the kind of person who is consistent regardless of how motivated or unmotivated I feel. I want my workouts to look the same whether I'm motivated or I'm not. My nutrition, my work ethic in my career, all of that, my, my um, doing things around the house. So in order to become that, my practice time, my game time, the time that it matters most is when I don't feel like it. It will reframe the way you think of that feeling of lack of motivation that used to be met with like, oh my gosh, I'm just so not motivated to do this. Now it's met with, this is exactly what I need and I'm going to practice in some small way. So for me, when I'm not motivated to write, that doesn't mean that I sit down and write for an hour. Maybe the practice is, in this moment of lack of motivation, I'm going to write for five minutes about one idea that I have. Or I'm going to dive into a section that I've flagged as sort of chaotic and I'm going to try to sort it out for five minutes or 10 minutes. Sometimes it does mean sitting down for 20 or 30 minutes, but I usually prompt myself to start in some small way. So the kitchen's a mess and I'm not feeling motivated. Okay, all I'm going to do is empty the dishwasher. And then I'll reevaluate if I want to keep going. But the practice is do the thing in response to the lack of motivation. Recognize the lack of motivation, do something. Practice doing it unmotivated. Have that be the thing that you want to get better at. You don't need motivation. The feeling that you need motivation is a weakness that you can train out. Yes, I love to be motivated. It's certainly easier when I'm feeling motivated. However, I need to know, I want you to know, I want us all to be the people who operate knowing that motivation isn't always going to be there and that doesn't have to have anything to do with our performance, with our action. So practice doing it unmotivated. Turn that sense of, oh, I'm not motivated to great, I was looking for the opportunity to get better at this. This is what I measure. This is what I monitor. What I do when I'm unmotivated. The second key to not letting lack of motivation get in your way is forget that motivation exists at all. Put it out of your head. Just don't put it in the story. 
Instead, be disciplined. So somebody, let me give you an example. Somebody emailed me not that long ago, and they said they didn't feel worthy of losing weight or getting healthy. And I said, then take worthiness out of the equation. Who cares if you're worthy or you don't think you're worthy? You brought that into the equation and it doesn't have to be there, right? You made that a consideration and in doing so, it's now a roadblock. You can just be like, worthiness, worthiness. What does that have to do with anything? I'm pursuing this regardless of that. I'm leaving that out of the story. And you can do that with motivation. Take motivation out of the equation. It doesn't matter if you're motivated or not. Why are you even considering that? You can practice taking it out of the equation, pretending it doesn't exist. It doesn't have to be there. You brought it there. You started thinking about your drive, your motivation, how you felt about it. You don't have to let that get a vote. You don't have to let it into the story. I wrote about that in Tools for the Trenches. It started for me with grief. And I told myself that, you know, in some situations it doesn't get a vote. It's not wrong. It's not bad. But my grief doesn't decide what I eat, when I eat, how much I eat. My grief doesn't decide if I work out or if I don't work out. It doesn't get a vote. And you can do that with motivation to even a greater extent. You don't even have to consider it. Like, why, why, am, I, why am I letting that be part of the equation? Why does, if I feel like it, if I'm driven to do it, why does that have to matter? It doesn't, right? It absolutely doesn't. Forget that it exists. Take it out of the equation. Remember that where there's discipline, there's no need for motivation. Where there's discipline, there's no need for motivation. So when I have moments where I don't feel motivated, I'll tell myself, if I'm disciplined, then this motivation stuff really won't come into play. So I'm going to practice being disciplined. You know me, I like to turn things into questions. So if I'm trying to just remove, move, remove motivation from the equation, excuse me, then I might ask myself something like, what would it look like to just make this decision based on being a disciplined person? And the answer is going to be pretty obvious, but that's the question that I use to help me not consider motivation as part of the situation. If I were making this decision just based on my desire to be a disciplined person, what choice would I make? If I were only considering my desire to be disciplined, what's the answer here? Take motivation out of the equation altogether. Doesn't get a vote. And then lastly, the third key to not letting lack of motivation get in your way. I've talked about this one before, but I don't think most people have adopted this as an approach. And it's worth trying. If you want to be motivated and you really like that feeling, and you don't want to take it out of the equation, and you don't want to practice doing it unmotivated, then understand that there are tons of ways to get motivated. You just have to create an archive for yourself of those things that motivate and inspire you, and then you just have to go to it. You have to revisit it. You have to spend time there. So I have a folder that is called Motivation. And I have a note 
on my phone that is called motivation. And I put in there pictures, quotes, things that I've heard people say that motivate me. Just the other day, I saw one. Interestingly enough, it was a bodybuilder, and I have no desire to be a bodybuilder. But he said something about um, picking a hard path and then walking that path until your feet bleed. Now, that might not motivate some people. That's fine. Motivation is totally independent. His post really fired me up, like got me excited about doing hard things. So I put that in my folder. Now, over the years, the folder becomes quite large, and some days some things don't hit, and other days they really hit hard. Ha- know that the, the things that motivate you are out there. In fact, you've probably seen a lot of them. You've probably heard a lot of them. Maybe some of them are your own thoughts and your own goals and your ideas and the way that you think about them. Put that resource together for yourself. Know that you have been motivated enough times before to know what motivates you. Put that together as a resource and revisit it. Ask other people. You know, this is one of the reasons that I love things like the Primal Potential Facebook group. If you're like, I don't even know what motivates me, go and ask other people. You've got a group of thousands of people that you can say, hey, is there a picture? Is there a quote? Is there a story that motivates you? And that can be a starting point. But I would really doubt that there's anybody who has never been motivated or inspired by something. Part of being mature, part of being a better thinker is to say, I don't ever have to feel unmotivated again if I don't want to because there have been enough things to motivate me. It's like the day of the sirens, huh? I don't know if you guys can hear that, but they just went by again. Um, There have been enough things out there that have either motivated you or could motivate you. It's so simple and free to put together a little archive of those things And then know when you feel a way you don't want to feel, the only thing you need to do is just go visit that thing. Start with a goal of five things that motivate you, knowing that on any given day, only one of them might hit. That's okay. But eventually, it's 10 things. It's 20 things. It's 30 things. Keep adding to it and then use it. That's where the discipline comes in. Because sometimes we're in a funk and we don't want to do whatever it takes to get us out of a funk. And some of the things that motivate you might not be things you can put in a folder or notes app. For me, one of the things that motivates me is working out. And then it becomes the discipline to say, if I want to feel this way, then I need to do that thing. Otherwise, I don't really want to be motivated. I'm just telling myself I do. If I know what would motivate me and I choose not to do it, then the problem isn't my lack of motivation. My problem is that I want to be unmotivated. And it's easier to talk about the problem than do something about the solution, but at least you can be honest with yourself about that. Put something together. If you like that feeling of drive, I don't know who doesn't, and you want to feel that more often, then start putting together that resource and start doing those things. So the first key to not letting lack of motivation get in your way is practice doing it unmotivated. Seek out that feeling. The second Remove it from the equation. Forget that it exists. Decide that you are going to focus on discipline and completely eliminate a conversation about motivation. It's just, it doesn't factor in for you. Or third, create that resource for yourself of things that motivate you 
keep building it every day for the rest of your life. Anytime you see something, hear something, do something that motivates you and then turn to it when you notice that lack of feeling and want to do something about it. And I would love for you to head over to the Primal Potential Facebook group. Let me know what motivates you. It would be great for all of us. Maybe, you know, if we get a few hundred people to comment on that, we all gain something that can help us feel more motivated. Or let me know when you practice doing it unmotivated. Let me know what that looks like for you. Because for me, that's one of my goals, to have my actions be consistent because of my discipline, regardless of how I feel. And flag this episode. You might need to come back to it when you're telling yourself, I just don't care, or you're feeling like you're in a funk or a rut and you just can't get going. Come back to this episode. Maybe this episode is part of your folder on motivation. And listening to it will prompt you to prioritize discipline instead of motivation. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.